0: continue to build yourself, continue to focus on improving yourself in this time, one out of the 24 hours a day should be for you. Within that hour, let it be about you and no one else, right? But then when it comes to dating, remember to do the same. It's about giving back to yourself.
1: Any Bachelorette fans in the house, hey! I'm Erin, this is You're Such a Catch, and today I'm going to spill the tea, my tea, and Kachita's tea, my friend Kachita. She is joining me. Actually, we're probably spilling the tequila. (laughs) But we are going to talk about all things Bachelorette. I can't get past this season. I mean, you guys, the season isn't even over. It's just begun. But I was so pumped that they had Claire Crawley on as a bachelorette, not because of who she is, but because of her age. You know me, I am always talking about the reality TV shows surrounded around love that are casting people in their 20s. Because I guess that's what we visually want to see, right? We want to see the hot youngins, you know, with their six pack abs. But dude, Claire, she has a bod on her. I mean, we have gone back and forth whether or not her boobs are real, but those abs too, I'm like, OMG, Becky, Uh But yes, yeah, so Kachita and I, we are going to dish all things Bachelorette today we just loved what she stood for being that she's an advocate of never settling she thinks it's okay for you know women to be single at 39 it's better to be single and alone than in the wrong relationship she's not apologizing for falling in love in 12 days you guys 12 days and she i guess is proof that when you know you know so I want to know everybody's feedback, all of your thoughts, put yourself in her shoes. She did this in front of the whole country. (laughs) I mean, she sniffed Dale's pants for God's sake. So it was wild. It was wild. And I felt like it needed some more light. So. Tune in, like, subscribe, follow. Let me know your thoughts. And um, if anybody wants to write into ABC and say, hey, put your girl Erin in. She's ready for love. She probably won't find it in 12 days. (laughs) But yeah, I think I'd make for some good TV. (laughs) Okay, so give me your thoughts. Somebody who's watched every single season of The Bachelorette, tell me everything.
0: It's true. I've actually seen every season. I And not only that, I've been watching with my girlfriends. I mean, this has been a yearly tradition that we watch Bachelor and or Bachelorette at either my house, another girl's house. Everybody brings the goods, wine, good yes. attitudes, mm-hmm. good or <laughs> good bad. Attitude. And you're not allowed to speak and or look at your phone during the show. And what I will say, though, is I have never been so excited for an actual bachelorette because of her age.
1: Yeah, me too. I totally agree with you. And I have been on this kick where I've been wanting to be on like reality shows. I'm like, hello, love is blind. Somebody pick me, pick me. (laughs) I always hear that I've aged out. And so to finally see a bachelorette who is like my same age, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, hell yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes, Queen. On so many levels. I actually... Many moons ago in my career, I worked in reality TV. And one of the things I can tell you, though, is I, I worked on the ro- real world and road rules and the simple life. M- oh, my God, the simple
1: time- life. Oh, yeah. So I can
0: <laughs> lots of even secrets from back then. But what I will say, though, is that back when I would start to watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette, I always felt like they were so much older than me. And oh, the reality uh-huh. was, is that they weren't that much older. I was just scared to date too much out of my age range. Range And so um, with this situation, as the years have gone on, I kept getting frustrated because I, I kept saying, why do they keep going younger and younger and younger mm-hmm. when, let's be honest, no one at that age should be getting married? Right. And, well, you
1: know- as somebody who did get married in their 20s, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> But in hindsight, was it really ready? No. No, you know? I, your
0: brain was still developing. Like, yeah. what? <laughs>
1: like, it right. might still be <laughs> developing right now.
0: <laughs> and that's acceptable. But I do believe that, like all reality TV, I was there working on the real world road rules when the two owners of the company that started the show, I was in the meeting taking notes. As a little. I saw a placenta, basically, on me. I was like a baby, not too far out of college. And they're talking about how it needs to be sexier. We want sexier uh, people. And essentially it was basically we we want people who want to fuck each other. And right. it was no longer about the storyline, about their background, mm-hmm. about their history. And I remember sitting there being like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait. This is my demographic. I don't care how hot they are. I just right. want to be, I want interesting people." Well, I think somewhere along the lines our Bachelor Nation mm-hmm. went down the rabbit hole of is is it wild enough? Is it sexy enough? And And it lost sight of the point of the show, which is to meet your match, to meet your partner. And so them going younger, they lost a lot of that. And I think Mm -hmm. that's why we've seen a lot of these couples haven't made it. But bringing in Claire, I was so excited because I was like, okay, here's a woman who is ready who's been... Mm-hmm. And if you've watched the show, you've seen this This poor woman has gone <laughs> through the ring. <laughs> and, but, it, but I felt like it was so real, though, because we all have been through the things where she's oh, been through. Oh, for
1: sure. For sure. I think the one thing that I noticed for me, though... I just would have anticipated what was it like 7 years since she was last on. I think for me like I look at my own personal growth from relationship to relationship or right now in my singleness. Like <laughs> like I feel like I've really done the work and that I'm I'm truly ready and and I feel like when I watch Claire I felt like she was saying she was ready and she, you know, kind of was talking about how she's worked through these things. But then her actions in some of her, um, you know, dealings with the men, I'm like, have you really, like, moved past these things? Yeah. And I'm not trying to discredit what's happened to her and the things she's gone through. I just was a little bit surprised at some of her behavior. But it also could be
0: editing, Well, and that's exactly what I think a lot of it comes down to. I think out of the 100 things that she did wrong, I'll be honest, I would say probably 75, even 80% of those, I would say, honestly, probably is down to editing. There's a lot we don't get to see. Mm -hmm. And when I worked in reality TV, that was the hard... I mean, it's the reason why I got out of it because they really, truly can... These producers can pick, okay, we're going to make you the villain. Because I have zero filter. I say all kinds of shit and right. it can be taken but in a lot of different ways. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but but that, that's where, though, it's kind of like where if you don't know the person, it's almost like seeing something in black and white and not seeing maybe the gray because if you don't know them, you don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. they have an extremely sarcastic humor or, mm-hmm. you know, they 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 have what sounds like mean-spirited humor. They're really just joking. Mm-hmm. And so I make fun of myself. I make fun of my friends. And it comes from love. It's never, ever anything a bad negative. Place, and I grew up with two brothers. I was like ridiculed all the time. So I can handle it, but I can also dish it, right? And I think with her, I do I do think there's a lot of things in editing that, which sucks. And they've done this to other bachelorettes, I think more so than bachelors, where I think sometimes the editing, they don't shed, they don't shed the nicest light on them mm-hmm. in certain situations, right? Because, sure. because it adds the drama. Yeah. And, yeah. but with Claire, I will say that there were moments where I was watching and I was like, did you do the work, girl? Because I don't know if he you know. worked through that. I and... want to know
1: if it was really the dress, like, was that really the dress that she wore in the final rose ceremony on Juan Pablo's season that she burned? Oh, Yeah it was really like, like, can you imagine? So that would be like, if I was
0: hanging on to my wedding dress to the stage. do you know what I mean? I would have dragged you by your ear down to the beach and (laughs) thrown that shit in the ocean. But I think (laughs) I don't want to diss her journey, but the reality is Mm -hmm. like, okay, I do think there's something to be said in this day and age because of social media, because of the way people date with dating apps. We miss a lot of the instant connections, Mm -hmm. the instant feelings, some of those things, because it's just, it's done differently now. So we forget that there's a lot of people like that. My mom and dad met and... Very quickly, very quickly we're engaged. That you don't hear about that now. So when you no. when we hear of that now, like when you told me it was 12 days, I didn't believe you. Like when we were watching know, the show,
1: I know. I didn't even know if I believed no. myself. I was like, I I read that and then I was like, did I really read that or did I make that?
0: <laughs> and I I was like, No, I think you made that up, but okay, because like it feels like I've been watching this for like three months, but whatever. But no, but it really was 12 days. And so I think my parents have been married for over 40 years and yeah, same. in just a couple of months met fell in love and got married mm-hmm. that's not the norm it's right. the exception to well, the rule nowadays not in our age demographic especially, I would say, especially yeah. our age and i think because i think a lot of people also once after 35 you just you look at relationships differently you're more cautious. You're more cautious of yourself. You're more cautious of other people. You have your checklist. It's not even about a checklist, but you just know your, your ins and outs. You know mm-hmm. what you want. And if, you're, if it's not there, you're out. And so you have less patience. And also, too, I think you're a little more, not that there's a wall up, but you're more cautious. So you do take the time. Mm-hmm. So... I think people, as they get a little bit older, you don't sleep with people ne- necessarily right away. You don't always get into your deepest thoughts, feelings mm-hmm. right away. So there's a little bit more caution. We didn't see that with her, with oh, Dale. No. There was no caution. There was no, let me ease into this. And and I think that as a, a viewer, you just wanted, I, like I just wanted to sit her down as a girlfriend and be like, like pump the brakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Slow yeah. your roll. Because mm-hmm. if he's the guy... If he's really your person, wait it out, get to know him because you're you're getting you're basically getting paid to get to know these guys to go on dates. But I think the one thing after watching this show for five hundred years that I will say was different, and I think that's why we're seeing a different outcome. They're not. She's not going on in a freaking helicopter to go. You know, like you know, go fucking a windmill. She's like not going (laughs) and jumping into a four wheeler through the desert and then getting on a camel to a beautiful like dinner. Right. This is like, it's like real life. It's and, like what we're doing. Yeah. And I I mean, like I've been to this resort. Okay. It's, I mean, it's nice, but like, Hey mom, dad, let's go like down to the pool. Like this is not like bougie, bougie, mm-hmm. like, and so I think there's this reality of this was not The Bachelor. We didn't watch The Bachelor. We watched we let, we Real watched Dating. Like, yeah, this was more real life. Di-
1: Yeah, exactly. So for any listener who has been living under a rock, essentially Claire Crawley found her man, her Prince Charming, in 12 days, basically dumped 16 men and just decided... And, and mind you, they hadn't even been on a one-on-one date. They had only been on a group date and then had the hour where they snuck off to make out. So they weren't even talking. I mean, there had to have been some sort of dialogue, I would hope, where she felt like there was some substance there. Because a lot of what
0: the edits were of him, I didn't think there was a ton of substance. And I I felt the same way. And, yeah. But I feel like that's where I... I pray and hope for her for everything she's been through and for she does put out a lot of positive energy she that does, that yeah. that what does come is positive out of this outcome. It's hard because those of us that have watched the show and or just in real life how often when when you tackle that man that you're instantly attracted to that it turns out to be a positive ending. It's mm-hmm. and, it, and I think the hard part is, is, look, when I date, if I meet a guy and I don't have a physical attraction, it, there will never be a connection with us. It's just how my mind works. Mm-hmm. And everybody has a picker and everybody's picker yeah. is different. Yeah. But with Claire, I do believe that this was very rushed in. Right.
1: Well, I definitely think, and I know we kind of talked about this, but her having the ability to know who the men were prior to going and then her she admitted she's like i was stalking them on social media which is something that we do in real life right we totally we meet somebody or we match with somebody on an app and we immediately put on our detective hat um you know get our magnifying glass out and we freaking try to find everything on him and then you have to like repress all of that mm-hmm. when you actually meet because you don't want to admit that you looked at christmas pictures with aunt <laughs> sally from 2015 when they were visiting their friends up in you you know Montana or whatever, yeah. And okay, I I know that, but like don't reference it or whatever. But she must have built this crazy narrative around who Dale was, and she must have kind of put the pieces together about his upbringing and the fact that he had sisters, and his mom had passed, and like kind of bridging the gap of these similarities, which is interesting. And I'm like, ooh. So I'm sitting here kind of like nitpicking that, thinking she didn't really give herself a fair shot or give the the men a fair shot. I mean, when do you have an opportunity to have a room full of men there for you
0: and you get to take your pick essentially and she kind of rushed through it the whole thing. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there were, rush is not even a good descriptor. It was like <laughs> it was like a flash in the pan, right? It was like 0 to 100 real quick, real quick. <laughs> but I feel like with her, I feel like that that's the sad part. Like I wish she would have taken that moment to like go and really get to know him but but I guess here's the thing at at 40 uh you know in your later 30s do you really though if if you meet someone and they are just so spot on do you want to go waste your time with a bunch here's of other my people thing.
1: I might not be wasting my time but I am going to live it up in those gowns she looked <laughs> fucking hot yeah, she in those did. gowns she has the body she just has the glamour like enjoy your moment, your moment in the sun because now it's over and it's going to be on to Tash. the next, Tasha. Tasha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tasia. We don't even know her name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't even go there yet. Well, that's a whole nother conversation. But I do. What I will say, though, is that I think with Claire, with her rushing through this, mm-hmm. she took away more from herself than anyone else. And I think that one of the things I noticed from watching the show is that she was putting a lot of effort in. And as a woman, I don't ever believe you should be the mouse. Mm-hmm. Or, pardon me. As a woman, I don't ever think you should be the cat. You mm-hmm. should be the mouse mm-hmm. and the cat should be chasing you. Mm-hmm. And my worry was, as we watched this last episode was, it seems like she's chasing him and yeah. it should have been the other way. And she didn't even give him that opportunity, but also the pressure of what it meant that, okay, we've known each other 12 days and now I'm expecting you, if you want me, I'm expecting you to the put a ring place, on my finger. Yeah. I think the classier way to go about it would have been, hey, I don't want to continue this journey getting to know these other guys, but I want to take this to the next level with you. And as a woman in that at that age, it should have been, hey, let's go start our fairy tale. Mm-hmm. We can go, we don't even have to live together. But let's go get to know each other, just the two of us, and put all this away and just go real life it. I would have respected that more. Mm-hmm. And it almost bothered me that you got Chris Harrison and Neil Lane rolling right, in right with there. a ring. Yeah.
1: Do you think that's why? Do you think that was a motivating factor? Because she knew if she left the show just with a boyfriend that she would not get that
0: Neil Lane ring. And do you know anything about that? Like, do you, is it paid for? The men get the opportunity to, if they want to pay for it that they can pay for it and or they can get it for free. Now, there is there is a contract that goes with that ring. Ooh. So they have to stay together a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, they have to give the ring back. Ah. If they stay together past whatever that time frame right. is that uh-huh. the show puts on, then they actually get, even if they break up, they get to keep the ring and they can sell it and split the money. Mm-hmm. Okay, And that's actually what's happened with a lot of people that past that window if they've stayed together but then broken up they're able to sell the ring split it whatever yeah. but there's this is all in to writing be a huge it's chunk all on change oh these are these i mean her rings for i think 4.5 carat these are extremely i mean expensive rings and neil neil lane's rings are fabulous i mean these are extremely yeah. good quality diamonds mm-hmm. but yeah there's with all of that it just it to me, it's not that it didn't feel genuine because I do believe that they have love for one another. Sure. I think or at least to a connection, connection at a the very, very deep least, connection. Yes. Uh-huh. But I also think that's what's interesting is with social media, you can see someone, you can have this perception of what mm-hmm. you think they are like and how they live their life. But then when you meet them, right? you never know if, if that's going to even be close to it. It's like, I, years ago, I got to meet Will Ferrell was a huge, I was a huge fan, huge uh-huh. fan of Will Ferrell. I was stoked to meet him. I'm at the Tonight Show with one of the head producers of the show. So it's not like I'm just some rando walking in the hall. This head guy introduces me to Will Ferrell. And I'll just be honest, he was the biggest dick I've ever met. (laughs) And I was crushed. I Mm -hmm. was crushed. My heart broke because I thought he was going to live up to this. Like, I thought he was Mm going to be like, hey, Kajita, let's be best friends. I don't (laughs) know what he was. I was thinking, but honestly. So what I will say, though, is that I think for her, and like you said, if she was stalking him and Mm -hmm. really already then creating a narrative and then met him, Mm -hmm. which it was pretty clear he he lived up to that for her. Right. Yeah. I think that also helped speed it along. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's be real. Do you want to be the La Quinta doing dates? Like going in? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, God, I, I'm so over it. Like I want some bougie, bougie bachelor <laughs> dates again. Fuck this noise. I mean,
1: I don't know that I would mind if it was like all planned out and the men were there for the right reasons. I knew I wasn't <laughs> going to get COVID uh- <laughs> You know. I, I was like, this actually sounds like a dream come true. Like, sign me up and I, yeah, we can skip Neil Lane and go straight for K
0: jewelers. Actually, you know what? That's a that's a business idea right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna call a couple of resorts and be like, hey, let's like put on our own bachelor and find <laughs> a bunch of single ladies, single guys. Yeah. And you I'll f- get COVID tested test all, and, and a, then yeah. just go have fun.
1: I mean because the alternative right now is dating with masks, dating on Zoom, or Building enough of a relationship, like moving at a Clairedale pace online or virtually so that you feel comfortable meeting up with somebody because you don't know where somebody's been. I mean, historically, all we've had to worry about is like somebody giving you an STD, yep. not like freaking just present day <laughs> problems. Right. I know. It's, it's wild. So let me ask you this. So you really believe that they did not talk prior to the show?
0: I do not believe they talked prior to the show because she said with such... Um, strength that first episode to one of the gentlemen who had reached out to her and just asked how she Mm -hmm. was doing. She didn't say that to anyone else. Mm -hmm. And when she said that to him, there was, I I could tell she, that was, that came from a place deep within her of meaningfulness, like Mm -hmm. in in love, because Mm -hmm. with everything to imagine what it would be like to go through having a parent that's sick or someone that you love sick and not to be able to see them, are all the fears that have gone on. I mean, I, I mean, this is the longest I'd gone in my entire life without seeing my parents. Mm-hmm. And I cannot imagine if one of them were sick and I couldn't be there. So right. I think, I think that she would have said had they spoke mm-hmm. because That was the only guy she mentioned that with. And I do think there was just some... If you watch back, there's some real genuine moments of... You can just tell of giddy, giddy little girl, that butterfly that you can't can't fake that. I don't believe you can fake that. What about
1: sniffing his pants?
0: (laughs) Oh, well.
1: I mean, have you ever
0: sniffed a boyfriend's anything like that? I mean, not his pants, maybe a shirt or a jacket, but (laughs) I mean... My man smells good, really, like all the time. So I do like to sniff his shirts, but I've never in, you know, the time room have dated, I've never sniffed his pants. I mean, <laughs> and if I if I did and he caught me, <laughs> I can't imagine what he would say to me. But, but can you imagine if we were like hanging out and all I was like, of a
1: sudden you like <laughs>
0: took a <whip>? Just a <laughs> deep sniff of ball like, sweat.
1: I'd be like, what is
0: wrong with you? First off, how did she get
1: the pants? Do we know this? Okay, so I did a little research on that. So I believe that Dale gave them to her as a gift with a bow. I, I read with a bow. And because I checked my handy-dandy resource, for <laughs> Reality Steve. <laughs> thanks, Reality Steve. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. He said that at first, he said that they were a gift from the love languages. Remember when they did the love yes. languages day or whatever? But then he retracted and said, no, he just gave them to her at like a rose ceremony. So...
0: Well, I mean, you know, he did rip them for her. I know. So. I'm like, did we see the scene where he ripped them? I don't. I'm hoping that, like, down the road, they show the scene of them. getting I, yeah, I want to know that. that. Would I want to. I want to know the, the deep dialogue that happened between that. <laughs> right. But I think, well, you know what, that right there though, it goes back to there's so much with this season that they have not given any clarity to. And we have had not one real serious conversation from anybody except for the deep like therapeutic therapy session (laughs) with the guy that just (laughs) poor dude just needed to go do that on his own. Yeah, (laughs) He needs some help. And he's so sweet. God bless him. But seriously, I don't feel like there was ever one really, truly deep conversation, but I don't believe that is the fault of the men. I believe mm -hmm. that she already knew she wanted someone, She did she want to get deep with anyone? So I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I think
1: she probably already had her mind made up. And she was just waiting on him to live up, like you said, to the man she thought he was. Mm -hmm. And she determined that really quick. So what about the awkward kiss when she had the date that went (laughs) to the pool? And I mean, we actually watched that episode together. We paused it rewound it uh-huh and basically like dissected every angle to figure out if he
0: really pulled away in our let me tell you what <laughs> that review that play-by-play review just like a football <laughs> game our chargers girl here <laughs> yeah. i will tell you that he was looking down at his hands he looked up and was like she was all up in his face mm-hmm. and he didn't pull away he went for it but just not in her timeline but that just is the whole season everything was on her timeline and sure. it wasn't about anyone else. And the sad part about that, though, is it's a mutual experience. And that's where it goes back to everything was on her timeline, just like quitting the show, Mm -hmm. the pressure of this man having to propose. And I worry about that for the long term. Um, Yeah.
1: I mean, to me, it almost seems like a weird sense of entitlement. Like, I got burned. I had this bad experience. Like, what was me? Now everything needs to be in my favor. And that's not the way
0: life works. (laughs) Yeah. But I think someone who's gone through abuse, there are triggers that I don't know if those do go away. Mm -hmm. And I think when he grabbed her, I think Mm -hmm. it's almost like she had no, the fog. She probably has no real recollection of that moment because that trigger was, it was obvious. I mean, she was sitting on the floor crying with her dogs after a moment like that where I don't, it wasn't about him. I don't think it was about that moment. It took her to a place she didn't want to go back to
1: hmm Yeah. It is hard because you want to pass a little bit of judgment because I, I'm just thinking, like, you were bringing up some other scenes in my mind that I was, like, replaying or even, like, me kind of questioning, does Claire have girlfriends? Because I think that's, like, a a big sign of how a woman handles herself is if she can play nicely in the sandbox with other women because you have girls and then you have women and women lift each other up. They're happy for each other when, when the other person is being successful at whatever it is, whether it be a career or whether it be in personal life. And I felt like I don't know that I would want to be friends with Claire. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if she would fit into our friend circle. Right. Yeah. And that sucks, especially when we're talking about her representing like our age demographic and like kind of being this symbol or
0: representation of all of us. Right. I think that it's really hard with some of these shows because we're seeing what they want us to see. Mm -hmm. But I do agree with you when it comes to some of the things that were portrayed. None of my girlfriends that are in this age range that are single, or even I think about myself, would have reacted in many of the ways that she reacted. And I think... Maybe that's where we question does she have girlfriends because I know we help keep each other in check mm-hmm. and we remind each other guide each other and I'm, and and maybe she's someone that because the friends weren't there and doesn't have that guidance, doesn't always make the right choices. I mean, I used to have this girlfriend and she'd meet a guy and this would happen every weekend. I swear to God. She'd meet a guy and within, this is like five minutes of meeting him at the bar. He may be there standing nearby. He may not. And she would be like, I'm going to marry him. And he'd be like, well, you just met him. Right. And I'd be like, stop, you just met him. So where I wonder... And would he run? Well, <laughs> she finally caught one. But, but I think... With Claire, I, there were so many moments where I was just like, I just want to be like, girl, you need a
1: girlfriend right now. I know. I know. Yeah. And then it was just wild that, you know, I, I'm i not as, you know, um, loyal as you are. I haven't watched all the seasons, but, you know, they brought
0: back the girl from like, wh- what season was e- that even? No one even remembered. And I was with a bunch of girls who we have watched the show forever. Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking, why isn't one of her friends here or a sister? But then if you remember and you look back at previous seasons, when Claire was on, her sister basically almost botched her her opportunity with Juan Pablo. Mm. And it was one of those moments where, I mean, maybe the sister saw he was a douchebag and was like, wait, but it didn't even seem like she had that support from her family, which was kind of a bummer. And you watch now when this girl who no one even remembers is not like, it's not like they brought Caitlin Bristow who's a badass back who who really did as The Bachelorette handle herself so well Mm -hmm. and was put in some
1: Oh, yeah. You know, Nick Biow. Yes,
0: situations. It was a bit sad to me because I was like, wait a second. It it felt disconnected, like Mm -hmm. so much of the season didn't feel. And I get COVID and I get production and things got probably really hairy for them trying to figure this out. But come on. Right. They could have done a better job, I think, across the board. And that's not on anybody but the ABC. They could have done a better job. Mm -hmm.
1: Now... She did elect to get engaged to an African-American man, a Black guy, which yeah. I'm like, you go, girl. Yes. I would like to know, like, some context there, too, because I think there's some really deep discussions that have to happen, especially with where we are in the world today with race and racial issues. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious, like, if she thought those through, if, um, you know, you thought think that they had any dialogue around, like, obviously she wants to have kids. She wants to be a mom. Like, do you think that they talked about those things or do you think they're so new? Because I I think that adds like another dynamic, just being somebody who's dated outside my race quite yes. a bit yourself, you've dated mm-hmm. outside
0: your race, obviously, mm-hmm. like it adds this different dynamic that you it have is. to deal with. It does. And it's one of those things where just like anytime when you're dating, that's, that's part of the like conversations that don't always happen until... Mm-hmm honestly, 10 dates plus in where you really start to have some of those deeper level conversations. You know, I've I've dated a man whose mother was not okay that I wasn't white with blonde hair she was mm. like completely racist and it and was she said that to you well I would show up to their her, their house and she would put up photos of him and his previous girlfriend all over the house oh my <laughs> yeah I was and I was young I was young mm-hmm. I was in college when that happened and I had gone through some really racist things as a child and junior high even high school and college I'd seen things because quite often people being part Puerto Rican German Irish I, a, a lot of times people would see me and think oh she's just a tan Tan white girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I literally was on a train once in New York City, and two women were speaking about me in Spanish, talking about, and they were arguing. One was saying, "No, she's Puerto Rican." The other one was like, "No, she's just a tan white girl. Stop it." She's and she. No. And then did you turn and, around and say and, something? And I was just about to get off my stop, and I turned around and I looked at them, and in Spanish, I spoke back to them and just said, "Yes, I'm tan white and Hispanic. Thank you." And I looked at the other girl and I said, "She was she was right." And high fived her and then jumped off the train, and they started screaming and hollering. And it was funny, but I do believe you have to have these conversations because a lot of people like to think, and it's quite often it surprises me the people that don't realize racism is here and mm-hmm. it's, it's real. And mm-hmm. but. I do think in relationships, you have to talk about that. You have to know that. And you have to make sure about the other person's family. Are they accepting this? Not just their family, their right. friends, the people they surround them with, mm-hmm. the church they go to, and the community, they, and live the community in, yeah. they live in. And are they going to be there for the long haul and be supportive and have your back? And You know, that's not something sometimes, you know, until you get put into a situation.
1: Yeah. And I think too, with just in my experience too, just knowing that I also would like to have kids, kids is a big deal. And I often talk to friends that I have who have mixed race children and they have a hard time identifying like Which side do they hang out with at school or or what do I call myself or all these different things that you don't necessarily think about, but that are hugely important. And so I'm just curious, like, what's to come there? I almost wish they would like create a spinoff to show us what is happening in this house that they're staying in. (laughs) completely
0: agree because I do think that people want to see her happy. Yes. And I think people want to know their story because we didn't get to really see their story. Mm-hmm. We don't get to, we missed so much of right. that. That's why people watch this show. It's an opportunity to watch a love story unfold. Yeah. It's like bringing a princess to life essentially. Yeah. And it's like so, real life.
1: Homer. Yeah,
0: it is. <laughs> it is. Except, you know, you're missing the farm and the, well, we the, the baker. This time. <laughs> we, did, we did have the dog <laughs> we did. this time. Yeah. Right. So, Yeah.
1: Oh, Okay, so what do we think about Tasia, since we neither of us knew her
0: name? Or... You just called her Tasia?
1: Is that on her name still? No,
0: it's Tasha. <laughs> now, look, I have a funky... <laughs> you said it like Taser. No, it's not Taser. It's like people calling me Chiquita. It's like, it's Kutch, you know? Like, it's not that hard.
1: <laughs> well, but apparently it is, it because... Is. <laughs>
0: You and all of America are saying (laughs) it wrong. Oh my God!
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, I didn't watch that season, so that's my excuse. And and I don't know why. Like I, I think right now, like I am such a reality TV junkie, but I obviously did a major divert and went 90 Day Fiance like full bore, and it just really monopolized all my time. But I am back. I am back. I am now on the Bachelorette bandwagon and I'm going to get to know her and I'm going to pronounce her name right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got it.
0: Well, I think she, <laughs> look, I watched her season when she was on The Bachelor. There were some moments that I thought were pretty cool. And then there were some moments where I thought she was a bit backstabbing. And, but that's, that's kind of, it's, it's, if you're not playing the game, are you in the game? So mm-hmm. I tried to give that to her there. And then I watched Bachelor in Paradise and she really, is an extremely thoughtful speaker and she's she seems like a thoughtful person. Mm-hmm. She well, she's is gorgeous. Ex- she's like she,
1: drop dead gorgeous. Yes.
0: And she's very intelligent. And It was interesting to see her choices on Paradise. So I really wonder, are they going to keep all the guys that are here? Mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to have to because the whole quarantine situation. Are they going to bring back some of the guys that they've stuck over in, you know, some random room in La Quinta (laughs) until the show was supposed to end? (laughs) Which I think they they should. I hope they do. Especially like little Minnie McConaughey. I hope they bring him back. But I think for her, she's not who I she was not she would not have been my first, second, third, fourth, fifth Mm -hmm. 20th pick Who would
1: you have liked to see
0: come back? Oh honestly I wish they would have brought Adele on the show let's be real she's single now she's hot but actually no she's wait no just kidding she's dating someone scratch that actually (laughs) there's this girl Erin and she lives in the South Bay you would really like her she's a lot of fun she's a great snort and I think she'd be perfect for the show Oh my
1: god (laughs) Oh, dude, I didn't know Adele was dating somebody now, too. I mean, she looks phenomenal. I know
0: Adele would be one of our best friends.
1: I feel like that, too. Yeah, I mean... I
0: just want to sit around and rap with her because she's a good rapper, actually. Oh, God. But yeah, so I don't... know. honestly, I would... Here's the thing. I watched this show forever. It used to be they would find someone new. They would... It wasn't about who was on the last season. I would love for them to just... Whether it's a girl, a guy, someone we don't know. Like, bring Mm. me somebody. Let me get to know them. Someone that's just really awesome or doing great things out there in the world that hasn't been able to find love, like yourself, okay? And because that's the thing with the show. It used to be the new people they brought in. They weren't just on the previous season. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Also, we had talked about when the episode kind of ended or whatever, it would have been really cool if they brought back multiple women, um, yes. you know, which would have made sense in this scenario because they need to add something to it. They need to pump it up a little bit because like you said, we're not going on helicopter rides and, and traveling all around the world. I mean, part of like the draw of also giving up, you know, your life for three months or whatever it is, is getting to like travel the world and go on these experiences and make out on the top of a box while some country artist is serenading you in a I mean, sea full of strangers
0: when we didn't have to worry about corona just for anyone who doesn't live in the area and doesn't understand where la quinta is this is right by los angeles they really couldn't get someone to come out and perform or like let's be real yeah Like, there's well, i mean so i many- guess
1: they had the guys on from that other spinoff. what was it follow your heart
0: Oh, God. That I, couple, didn't I didn't watch it. No. I didn't know it. So. so, I mean, it was great that they were there, but like, come on.
1: Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, we are, we're all like thirsty for something right <laughs> now. Like, really? give us something. Yeah. So, I have a great idea and I think we should approach ABC tomorrow. Yeah. We just merge ABC and CBS, turn Claire and Dale's house into the Big Brother house. Done. And have cameras in every single room. Yes. <laughs> and, and 24 Seven. And yeah, we can subscribe to the live feed. Like, I want to see like, how sassy has she gotten with him yet? Oh, God. Yeah. Just seeing them domestic in the kitchen for two seconds. I was just like, oh, like, I feel like she is very regimented. And she is like, this is what we're rooting. And like, you know, there's no fun there.
0: Well, I mean, when you're an older woman and you've dated younger men, Mm -hmm. there is some of that. And I think that it was I've very Younger, you I mean, me? longer than like a date or two. Yeah.
1: I've like done, Not not a long term. Mm-mm.
0: It's very different. And it was really surprising to me how young these men were. And that to me says, okay, if she's wanting to date younger, she wants to call the shots in the relationship. Uh, uh-huh. That's kind of just the vibe I was getting. I just
1: don't want to be somebody's like mom or like, you know, doesn't. Don't that date, date in her, Mosa. Yeah, I know. Right. Girl, girl. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. The struggle is real out there. Okay, so if we had to summarize like what takeaways we can get from this show that are positive takeaways for the dating world, like, do you have anything off the top of your head? I mean, I feel like you're full of great dating advice. I mean, you got out of the dating game. (laughs) Like, give us a little nugget that we can put into play because I feel like I'm trying it all. I know my listeners are trying it all. And I think we're all just...
0: Burnt out. And I think with being in COVID and in this time, what I'm seeing with my girlfriends that are single, and one of the things I try to remind them is just because we're in COVID does not mean you need to lower your standards mm. or expectations. When I had a I had a girlfriend who tried to pull that, well, you know, it's COVID. And I was like, we could go for a walk. We could have a barbecue in your backyard six feet away from each other. Mm-hmm. It's the same with men, it's in the people you're dating. There are things you can do that are safe. There are ways to date safely right now. Mm -hmm. But don't give up on your expectations, the way you should be treated, the way you should be courted. Take away from this show, your current experiences, and remember, you deserve to be courted. And I think quite often too, especially in this situation, a lot of my girlfriends that are single are narrowing in on one person. As a woman the smartest thing you can do when you're dating is have more than one egg in your basket because she just told me this the other night she was I like mhm mm-hmm, I said yeah. because honey you've got that one egg in your hand and you're about <laughs> to crack it because you've been holding it too long. So I said put it in the basket and grab some more and put them in. They're not going to hurt each other cuz mm-hmm. they don't know about each other. Mm-hmm. But but I do think that and I and look I'm not I am a big believer in safe sex and kind of saving yourself in the sense of Your flower is special. It shouldn't be everywhere. But I do think that that's the problem is a lot of people date and they put the cart before the horse Uh and you got to slow your own roll. If anything, maybe learn from some of the things you saw with Claire. If you agreed with it, great. You know what? I support you. But if you notice like, whoa, that was a little fast. Make Mm -hmm. sure you're not doing that in your own life. Slow your roll, pump the brakes, get a few eggs in the basket because I swear to God, men know when they're the only egg. And Mm -hmm. when they're the only egg, you're on their timeline. You're on their timeline. And never let a man put you on his timeline. It should be about, when are you free? So for instance, I have a girlfriend who this guy keeps, and a lot of girls keep getting this, where it's just texting, wah, wah. Like, Mm -hmm. how are you? How's things going? How's we're texting, texting, texting. I was like, stop the texting game. Mm -hmm. Look, our mamas didn't get married texting, okay? Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. And what I would say is, have conversations and let them know like, Hey, you know, I'm super busy right now. Would love to catch up more. Give me a call on Tuesday. I'm free. Hey, I'm talking. It's like Thursday. Let them know Tuesday or because you're busy till then. Okay. Cause you Mm -hmm. have other eggs in your basket. Mm -hmm. So I would just encourage you to take that time for yourself, continue to Build yourself, continue to focus on improving yourself in this time. It doesn't have to be like go read a self help book. It's mm-hmm. get on some kind of a regimen for you. And I'm a big proponent one hour a day out of one out of the 24 hours a day should be for you, mm-hmm. should go back to you, whether it's reading a book, whether it's going on a walk, whether it's talking to a girlfriend, talking to your mom, whether it's doesn't matter what it is, whether it's working on a future business. Mm-hmm. Give yourself that hour, but within that hour, let it be about you and no one else, right? But then, when it comes to dating, remember to do the same. It's about giving back to yourself. Mm. So,
1: do you think that there's a amount of time, or do you think like that should be like a little bit regimented with dating, or do you think that you should just kind of be a free for all? Like, I know some people are
0: big like you need a plan. I do believe you need a plan. I think. Picking certain days a week that are just for you, no dates. Because if you're always available to somebody, then that's when you become on a man's timeline. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to dating, I really do believe... If you are, you have your own set schedule, and girl, I don't even care if it's like you're just staying in to watch unsolved mysteries and eat <laughs> I can't. some I ice have to cream. Sleep with the light on after. Yeah, I know for real, me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a wimp. I'm <laughs> such a wimp. But like the guy, and I think this is the frustrating part with my girlfriends what I, that I see, and even when I was dating, a man does not need to know where you are and what you're doing. Okay, even my husband will never know everything I'm up to because you know what? There needs to be some mystery, mm-hmm. and this like texting like. 50 paragraphs? Like, no, keep Mm -hmm. it short, keep it sweet. Always in the conversation first. Mm. Do not be the first to text. You don't need to. I mean, every once in a while, it's good to be thoughtful and do that. But I do think that it's important to make a man chase you, especially in these times, because you should be able to keep busy. And if you're not keeping busy, that's on Mm -hmm. you and no one else.
1: Right. Okay. So some of these behaviors or things that you're suggesting, if you catch yourself doing them, Just like, you know, like, I would hate to repeat some of the behavior that I didn't approve of Claire doing, right? So if I catch myself doing it, how do I basically prevent myself from moving forward? Because I feel like when you're in the thick of it, sometimes you're like, ah, you know, and, and you've got feelings involved. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, like abort missionary and, you know, abort, <laughs> add an egg to your basket, yeah. you know? Um, and, yeah. I, and I do think that's true. Like, because I feel like when you quit giving somebody attention, if you were giving them all your attention and you quit giving them the attention, it's like weird, they come back. Which is why I think a lot of us are seeing exes Come back. Yeah. Well, it's also,
0: we were in Mercury retrograde. Oh, yeah, that's true. And mm-hmm. during that time, a lot of weird things happen, like exes calling. So if you're one of those girls where you're like, whoa, I haven't talked to this dude in like six months. Do not be surprised. That's not you. It's the planets. But I would say if you do see yourself repeating those behaviors, which I know I, I went through that, like yeah. before meeting my man, there were moments where I had, I had to sit down and have some real tough conversations with myself in the sense of I had to have some moments of real tough reflection and that's not easy. There's a lot of women who they'll look in the mirror, they'll put that makeup on, but they don't really look in the mirror at themselves sometimes and check themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think there's moments where you don't have to be hard on yourself. You not have to beat yourself up. if Oh shit. You, you know, slipped and fell on some dick again that you didn't need to over the weekend, girl, get back up, (laughs) brush yourself off and make a plan. And Mm -hmm. I think also too, I do believe that journaling or even if it's not a journal, like I'm a big list person. Mm -hmm. Create some goals for yourself. I think one of the things when it comes to dating, there's goals. There's an end goal to this, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's you want to be married, whether it's you want to have kids, whether it's you just want a life partner. That's there's an end goal to that. And like any goal in life, like when you're in your career and you're making goals for yourself, whether it's in sales or creating a business, you make goals for yourself. And, And those of us that reach those goals, it wasn't about making that big goal and just getting that. No, you had to have small goals, mm-hmm. small steps. And those small goals are what gets you to the big one. And so you gotta gotta walk before you run. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's the same with dating. Make these small goals for yourself. Okay, I would do this. I would say, okay, in the next week I'm gonna have five dates. I'm gonna pick five days, those dates, that's it. And or I would say, okay, I'm no longer I'm no longer initiating an invitation, because I'm a big planner. Mm -hmm. And I see this with a lot of the girls. I'm such a big planner that sometimes I would give too much too soon. And one of the big things I want to remind women too is like, when you make these mistakes, it's not about anyone else and what they would tell you, what they need to do, what you should do. Take the moment and reflect yourself. Because if you do more Mm self-reflection, you will not, And because you don't have to go talk to your girlfriends every time you fuck up about something. Take those moments and sometimes internalize them. Take a moment, reflect on it. Think about how you could do it differently next time. Mm-hmm. And if you get the opportunity, if you get the opportunity to do it differently, do it differently.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Preach on. Preach girl. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. If my listeners want to follow you, learn more about who you are, what you stand for, and maybe ask you a bachelorette question or two, how do <laughs> they find you?
0: You can find me on Instagram at style on the spot. I love meeting new women. I love following new people. I love learning about what, All these fantastic women out there are doing, I'm into fashion, you know, beauty, fashion week, all kinds of things. But I really love, really, really love women supporting women. And Erin, it's pretty awesome what you got here because I know you're an inspiration to me and you're an inspiration to a lot of the women. And right now, I think we just need to remember that and help each other and support each other and lift each other up. Even if it's in a 12-day span, you meet your husband, girl, I'll (laughs) I'll still support you.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Kachita. Oh my God, you're going to make me like tear up. But girl, you're everything. And this won't be the last you hear of Kachita because <laughs> we are going to be partnering up on some things in the mm. future. So stay tuned for that. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in to your such a catch. I hope you found this episode fun. Don't laugh that I didn't know how to pronounce Tasia's name. Ah, I will be tuning in for Tasia's journey though. She is gorgeous, and any of those guys. We'll be so lucky to have her. I also want to know does anybody want to place a bet on how long Claire and Dale are going to last? I mean, ooh, I am willing to, you know, put a binge on it. So let a sister know. And if you are doing the you're such a catch 30 day gratitude challenge, hit a girl up. Let me know. I want to cheer you on. I want to hold you accountable. It is so much fun. So, you guys, I always appreciate you tuning in. Thank you you so much. And I'll chat at you next week. Bye, babe.